0: What's up, designers and decorators? It's Timothy. Welcome to the ID Consultant Podcast. Sorry, I've been MIA. I've been super busy, super, super busy. And I am sorry for the lack in communication with you. Truly, I'm very sorry. How could I ever make it up to you? I know how. I'll talk about how to deal with difficult clients. (laughs) I get clients that are difficult all the time. Almost every single project I have, I would say nine out of 10 clients are difficult. And difficult is a very, I would say a very ambiguous word it's very vague it's very i don't know i can't think of any other words however we're going to talk about all that today in this episode and i hope everyone's been doing great and you're keeping sane with your clients and you're keeping busy but most importantly you are focusing on yourself and you're taking time for yourself the number one issue i always get is clients asking what is my design style and i don't have one the okay a true designer will never have a specific style that they design in it a, a true designer designs based on the client if the client says hey designer i want to cover all of my walls in faux wood because i like faux wood then the designer's going to do that and help them achieve their look i mean yeah the designer will probably say that's not really a good idea or maybe let's not do it in you know so much Let's just do it in little doses here and there. This question is almost always gonna happen for designers and it's okay. I mean, I get clients are kind of a little picky like that, but what's the answer? The answer is when in doubt, read the question again or listen or ask the client to repeat it. The question your client is really asking is, will you be able to design my home in the style that I love? And yes, the answer is yes, because you as a designer are going to design based on the style and needs of the client, not your own. And I've always been um, against the designers and decorators who only design based on their own style because it's not reflective of the client. I get that there are some designers like Jeff Lewis who always have this very particular style that clients love. And yeah, I mean, if you can get clients that want to buy your services for you and your style, I guess that's fine. Then this question really is irrelevant to you. Then another one is how much is this going to cost me? It's such a fucking vague question because it doesn't, I mean, (laughs) it's so frustrating. A designer, I'm gonna have to meditate tonight. A designer doesn't know how much your project is going to be really at the end of the day. The whole point of a budget is so the designer doesn't go over that budget. And I think it's really up to the designer to say, well, how much do you want it to cost you? And honestly, first come to a very reasonable decision on how much your client is willing to spend on their home. And I think that has to start with a very, very detail-oriented question or conversation rather over wine maybe because get your client loose and, you know, make sure that they're going to tell you the truth. Because I've gotten clients all the time that say, you know what, my budget's Freaking 5,000, but really then they're spending like 10, 15, 20,000. That was a very ambiguous number. I don't think I've ever had a client with a five thousand dollar budget. That's so unrealistic. But the average West Coast designer will charge an initial fee along with the retainer and or percentage of the project cost. Some designers will charge a design fee um, on an hourly basis or a flat basis. And then there's the budget for the sofa or the furniture or the accessories or whatever the fuck you're doing in the project. You're helping your clients obtain cheaper pricing, of course, that's a big part of it, and you're curating their project selection for them, it's really up to you to help your client understand how much that's going to cost. So it's not necessarily a problem, but it's definitely something that requires a much longer conversation with your clients to ensure that you understand what they want and that you understand what their financial needs are. The last thing you want to do as a designer is say, hey, you know, uh, it's going to cost you 20 grand. And then it's one costing your client 50 grand because then they're going to go after you with a knife, probably. I'm kidding. No, not with a knife. They're just going to go after you legally. But I guess if you consider the lawyer a knife, that would be something that you're concerned about. In any case, another question is how long is it going to take? Another very ambiguous question because while we can generally sometimes estimate how long it'll take us to draw up a design, there literally is constant room for error when presenting a timeline. Backordered products something out of stock something broken your client changes their mind 50 times workers are taking a long time there's mold in the house there's asbestos like the list is fucking infinite because there's so many things that are unforeseen that come up where it's like you can't even gauge how long it's going to be because honey you you can't predict the future and therefore you can't give an accurate timeline sometimes though if my client says you know hey how long is this going to take i get realistic and i say hey if it were a perfect world which it's not in case you didn't know then it should take a b c x y z and here's why However, if ABC XYZ happens this way, um, then it's going to extend that time frame. But here's a pro tip for you. When you're becoming a trade member um, at multiple places like trade only showrooms, they handle a lot of the, the project management for you, like in regards to sourcing out furniture and blah, blah, blah. So try to find a trade only showroom that uh, can work with you. Here are some stubborn personalities. The penny pinching princess. We've had them all. We all know them. And in fact, it may be a great client. Most of the time, they know exactly what they like, but they want to hold your hand the whole time. And the issues arise when they want high quality furniture and decor, but not willing to spend the money. It's like saying, you know, going to Taj Mahal and being like, hey, uh, Taj Mahal, I want to get a room, a penthouse. But I want it to be the same price as a Hilton in the middle of Compton on a rainy day running a promotion on Groupon for 50% off. It's not fucking realistic. So as Teddy Roosevelt famously proclaimed, speak softly and carry a big stick. The advice here is to thoroughly explain the reasons behind all of the charges your client may incur. And hopefully by explaining all of that, it'll put them at ease and they'll understand a little bit more. It's, it's possible they won't. And you'll just have to deal with it next is the indecisive individual i get many of these too and then i have one more but you'll get a client that says you know i really love modern but i'm also a really big fan of ultra modern and contemporary and eclectic and rustic and i i really love restoration hardware but not restoration hardware prices but i have this extra money but i don't really want to spend it It, it, like literally the list goes on those are just small decisions and clients make them big decisions really the solution for indecisive clients is to try to piece together what they really really want and what they're saying and try to decode it decrypt it use a freaking decryptor if you need to but there's always ways to say things in a particular way to get them to understand and make a decision maybe it's just a small aspect of the product that they just don't understand and maybe if they understand it maybe they'll make the decision quicker who knows? And the last one, the tasteless princess. So sometimes your client will suggest something and you just feel like you want to vomit. I mean, I've had that many times. It totally depends on the situation. But like I've said before, if you're consistent in your design and you're constantly in disagreement with your client, the truth may be that your design style just wasn't what they're looking for. And that's okay. Then you can terminate the contract and move on with your life and maybe, um, you know, never have to deal with that client again. So we always face Difficulties with clients. I think the biggest thing here is to try to take a step back as yourself, as a designer, and try to understand what the true issue is. And if need be, don't ever be afraid to remove yourself from the equation because the faster you move yourself from the equation, the faster that the client will just move on with their life and you don't have to deal with them and you won't have to get a headache through the whole process. So I hope this little tidbit helped you. And I hope that the next time you have a crazy client, you take a step back and you really understand the situation and and help them and not try to be the victim and just be the, the bigger person throughout the whole process. Your client will appreciate you at the end. Take care.